Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Buenos dias, Feliz Navidad, Buen Noel, and every other way I can say Merry Christmas to you. We're on the ninth already, so who are you buying presents for? Have you thought about that? Do you exchange presents? You keep a Christmas tree in your house? Oh, you don't? You're against that? Whatever. Christmas trees don't mean anything. Not having one doesn't mean anything. Do you exchange gifts? I hope you do. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That people who curse God, they exchange gifts at Christmas season, even though they deny Jesus and God. And yet his impact on the earth and the world is so great that because God gave his son, we give gifts at Christmas time. Amazing. You can't get away from this Jesus. You can reject him, but he's always arising before us in one way or another. Do you have a list? Shopping, wrapping? Yeah. You, oh, I know what you're doing. Amazon Prime. I know that. The baby ordered in. You're not shopping on those lines. However you do it, I want you to have a blessed Christmas. But make it a, let's make it a spiritual Christmas in the best sense of the word. End of Matthew chapter one, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. So that obviously is, unlike Catholic tradition tells us, Mary and Joseph lived a normal married life, but not until she gave birth and they had other children. One of them being James, Jesus' brother, who ended up as a prominent figure in the New Testament. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi, or wise men from the east, came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. That's into chapter 2, verse 6. So, they came, the wise men, and started asking, hey, we saw a star in the east from wherever they came from. And the star moved, and we followed it. And we know somehow that it's the star of the king that's being born. Could you please direct us to him? Where is the one who's been born king of the Jews? We saw his star. So King Herod, who had no use for another king, he didn't like the word king. He didn't even like King Tuna. He just nothing to do. He was the king. He was not fully Jewish. He was irreligious. The people hated him. The religious people hated him. But he was the King Herod who built Herod's temple, which was the temple Jesus went as a child. He asked around. He didn't know. He didn't know the scripture. He didn't know from anything. So he asked all the religious leaders, uh, I'd like to know where this king, who might be a threat to me, just saying, is going to be born. And they went, no, we know the Old Testament passages. It's written in you, Bethlehem is going to come a savior, a ruler who will shepherd, I should say, a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. 
But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. Now, Bethlehem was a one-horse town, nowheresville, and you would think if God wanted to be having an auspicious birth and coming into the world of his son, who's the Messiah, he would have done Jerusalem. Forget Jerusalem. There's a famous hotel in Jerusalem. I've never been there. I've seen it. The King David Hotel. It's where the dignitaries stay. It's the safest, and I've been told, best hotel. Let, let him be born in a suite in some hotel, as if they had him back then. No, no, Rome. How about a palace? Create a palace out of nothing. God could do that. Let him be born in a palace. Come on, palace. And I don't want shepherds coming to see him. I want dignitaries. I want the leaders of the UN and all the heads of state. I want you there. And the Joint Chiefs of Staff, I want you there too. And every billionaire, you all come because this is my son going to be born. London, New York, Tokyo. No, Bethlehem in a stinking manger because there's no room at the inn. Is that by accident or is there a lesson in that? One lesson, lesson numero uno. What people call great is often an abomination to God. The big fancy show of vanity, pride, look what I have, look what I wear, look what I have. To the earth, we go like, whoa, you can't believe who I saw on Fifth Avenue in the city. No, you will not believe. And they could be degenerate person who beat their wives. But we, we don't live about character. We live about fame and fortune. Our culture is built on that. So he picks Bethlehem, God does. said, no, I want my son born in Bethlehem because I want everyone to know I didn't come for the high and mighty. I came for everyone. But the lowliest find a welcome with me. I don't look down on anyone because I'm God. I look down on everyone. So I don't look down on anyone because everyone is like an ant to me. There are no great people to God in terms of worldly accomplishments or possessions. I'm the God who sent my son to be born in a manger, a manger. You might live in a place right now that's not so what you want it to be. Don't be coveting the biggest condo or the biggest house and, well, you don't need that. Be content with what God has given you. And just remember, you've got a mansion just over the hilltop. Jesus went to prepare a place for it, and it ain't a manger. And there'll be no animal. No, no, no. I'm so happy he loves everyone. And no one's below him. No one is like, please. Please. The dude lives in the shelter. Please. And when you hugged him, did you smell that? That is not a cologne you'll get in Nordstrom's. That's street, my friend. Jesus came for the street. Came for the poor. He came for the people who everyone goes, Yuck! and he says, I love you. Can we rejoice in that? Let's have that heart this Christmas. Why don't we do something for people who the world looks at and goes, yeah. We can show God's love to them by something we say or do. Let's do it. Merry Christmas. I'll see you on Monday, lunes. <laughs>